back to a point of view, one of the big conversations going on right now is obviously college students going back to the classrooms as well. And what are we going to do to make sure that they and the administration and everybody stays safe through this COVID situation? So joining us right now, we've got Erica Solberg. She's the student rep on the North Dakota State Board of Higher Ed. So Erica, great to have you with us. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So by the way, uh, she studies poli-sci. So hopefully we're going to see her back on point of view in the future as well. But I do want to ask you just um, for yourself personally, being the student rep, as I'm, I'm assuming you're talking to a lot of students about going back to school this fall, what are some of the biggest concerns you're hearing from students? I think the biggest concerns is just the um, unknowingness of what is to come. I think the universities individually have done a lot with sending out emails and sharing information um, of what the year is going to look like. But obviously from last year, you know, things change really quickly. So I think just knowing that um, we're going to have some stability for a while was is really helpful for students. How, how was the distance learning thing for you in the spring? How dramatic of a change was that? Did you feel like your education dropped off a lot or no? Absolutely. Um, I had some online classes before, so that kind of helped. But for some of the classes that aren't typically online, um, it definitely made it more challenging. And I think um, our year of learning was a lot different than a lot of other students who had taken similar classes. Um, with that, you know, professors over spring break, I know spent hours figuring out technology, how to convert their lessons online. And so that was very helpful, but still it's gonna be very nice to resume our classes in person again. So we were talking about this the other day on my morning show about you know college age students going back to campus um, I'm assuming there's going to be protocols in place, but how, I mean, honestly, <laughs> you're college students. You want to hang out. You want to have a good time. How are you going to make sure that people are, I'm assuming, social distancing and following some of these protocols? Absolutely. Um, I definitely understand the frustration of many students um, with these new guidelines because, you know, statistically, young people are not detrimentally affected by COVID. But that doesn't mean that the people we're interacting with in our campus communities aren't. And so that's you know the main reason why we're wearing the masks. We're encouraging people to social distance, get tested before they go to campuses. We have many professors, faculty, staff um, that are older and who could have very detrimental health effects from this pandemic. So, you know, we just want to be, you know, conscientious students because you know that's the point of college is to bring knowledge to bring goodness to our communities and we don't want to be you know these transvestants of you know COVID. so yeah so let's talk about some of the protocols it sounds like uh, our mask mandatory and if so what kind of feedback are you getting from students on that so there is no broad overall mandate um the state board we passed a, a resolution to um, encourage all institutions to um, have their own mask policy so there's no like broad mandate so each institution, obviously, you know, you have NDSU in Fargo, large town, and then you have Dakota College at Botno and a small rural community. They're not the same. So um, with the state board, we allowed each institution to have their own policy, you know, based on their own set of circumstances. So. And then as far as in the classes, are you guys going to ensure that there's this six foot social distancing? I mean, give us an idea what some of these protocols are. So as students start heading back to campus, parents and students can be aware. Absolutely. Um, so each campus looks a little different, um, but most generally, um, they're the basic overall thing is I, I think every institution is requiring um, or encouraging masks in classrooms at this point. Um, and then obviously there'll be physical barriers to ensure um, 
you know, that students are spaced out, um, as well as more signs, more indications of areas for students to exit so we don't have, you know, um, a bunch of students, you know, intersecting in the same area and causing you know, a lot of interaction. Um, and then along with that, just more sanitation. I know that each institution is using a lot of that, um, that COVID um, prepared this money to use um, for sanitation of the classrooms, public spaces um, to ensure that, you know, they're safe and clean. So you and I both know that you're going to get on back on campus. There's going to be a positive COVID via student and administrator. What happens then? Do you shut the whole campus down for two weeks or what's the protocol there? So I can't speak specifically on um, each institution's policy, um, but I'm sure that they'll take appropriate measures, you know, for the circumstance. Okay. Um, I, I sort of alluded to this a minute ago, but I'm going to just sort of add, you know, there's going to be frat parties and parties. We saw what happened on the beaches in Florida during spring break. Are you guys going to put any parameters around that and say, hey, no parties? Are you going to try to mitigate that? Or what's the strategy there? Well, obviously, you know, um, campuses can't dictate what students do off campus. It's not in their ability. Um, but I think, you know, college students are smart reasonable, caring people, they're not going to want to go out and, you know, cause huge outbreaks because we know that we have older faculty and we love our professors and we don't want them to get sick. So I think um, just reminding students of, yes, you know, we're not necessarily scared ourselves, but we need to be conscious of those around us and, you know, take care of them. So I hope you're right. Cause I think the one thing about, you know, at least when I was college age, you sort of felt like, you know, you were unstoppable, right? Like, oh, that, that thing's for somebody else. It's not going to impact me. So hopefully people will be um, safe. I know one thing as well, as you mentioned when you spoke at the August 4th presser for the North Dakota Department of Health about free testing for students. Um, one, how do students go about getting that test? And two, is the state paying for that or who's paying for the tests? Yes, so testing is free. Um, and we're just encouraging students to get tested five days before they return to campus. So if they live in Minnesota um, or they live in North Dakota, just to get tested in the location nearest them um, about five days before they go. Um, you can actually find um, your testing location at www.ndus.edu slash get tested. And then also if you wanna you know, avoid the lines, you can um, pre-register at um, testsreg.nd.gov. Great stuff. And is the, is the state paying for these tests, you know, or is the higher ed or who's paying for it? Yes. So with the COVID money that we got from the federal government, that is what's paying for these tests. Great stuff. Erica Solberg, student rep on the North Dakota State Board of Higher Ed, also a poli-sci major. So we hope to uh, have you back and thank you for your time and insight. Thank you so much for having me. We really, really appreciate it. All right, stay with us. We've got a bunch more coming up here on Point of View. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be back right after this.